It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. We talk about music quite a lot here because I'm, you know, come from the world of music. I, I like it, love it, I make it. And uh, so I'm comfortable talking about it. And I, I'm pretty confident you are too because whenever we do a music topic, really get a lot of calls. One thing that happens though when we talk about music is, and I hear it a lot, is you say, well, there's no good music anymore. Oh, the music, to, the, the rock is dead. I only like the classic rock. And there are no venues. There's no place to see music. Well, both of those are false. And... I think that maybe tonight I will, well, A, prove your false, and B, maybe turn you on to some newer music that you like. Anytime I run into somebody interesting or remarkable or both, I try to get them on the radio. I try to get out and about. I walk and not ride in a car to run. In. I try to interact with people. and uh, But this time I actually ran into someone at work at iHeart Radio. And we have Hannah Wolf with us. Hello. Hi. Who works here at iHeart, and I only met I met you because you're very interested in classic rock, and you were talking to Carter Allen and some other folks, and they said, "Yeah, you should talk to Bradley J." Right, and you did. Mm-hmm. And after talking with you, I, you know, I thought, "Gee, this is a you're very interesting. We need to get you on the radio." Try to come up with an angle, which we did. Yes. So here's at some point what we're going to do after I talk to Hannah some. To show you that there's music that you like, that music is not dead, they're still making good rock. What we've done is, create, well, what Hannah has done, created a, a playlist and placed it on, it's a- It's on Spotify. Spotify playlist. I put the link to my Bradley J Facebook page so you can go there right now, even as you're listening, and you can follow along with us. I can't play music. The next best thing is you can hear the music we're going to talk about on the, on the Bradley J Facebook page. You should follow that page. And the way that the playlist is formatted, I asked Hannah to come up with 20 instances of kind of, if you like this, then you will like this, probably. And so you'll, he- you'll see in that playlist, for example, Led Zeppelin. Followed by a band called Graveyard, right? Yes. And you'll go, oh my God. It's true. I love Led Zeppelin. And I do like this band called Graveyard. So what Hannah has done is used her her, her DJ wiles. You know, the, the, <laughs> the, the, that's what DJs do. The, it, when they're doing it right, well, there are different kinds of DJs. There's wedding DJs that just play what people want to hear. That was never what I was. I was always about turning people on to new music. To do that, people have to trust you, so you have to let them know that you dig what they dig, playing the Led Zeppelin. Then you might follow it up with something that is new, That if you, but if you like Led Zeppelin, you will like it. And that is the case with 20 different, I guess 40 bands? Yes. 20 pairs, and you can, folks, she put it together for you, so you'll never have an excuse, again, <laughs> to say there's no more good music. That's right. Uh, before we get into... Uh, 
the actual playlist. Give me a few. Don't give me the new bands. Just give okay. me a few of the, the classic rock bands that you have new bands that sound like them. Oh, man. Well, there's quite a few here, but the big ones are, of course, Led Zeppelin, who you mentioned, Black Sabbath, the Allman Brothers Band, ACDC, Blue Cheer, for those rock historians out there, I suppose, Leonard Skinner, lots and lots of bands. Okay, we, good. Lots and lots of bands. Good. And if you would like to call, by the way, with your recommendation of a new song that you feel that somebody likes, Classic Rock would also like this new song, then you can do that because there are some people who are aware of new music out there. Not many, but a few. So first, we're going to find out about Hannah for a couple of reasons. One is you want to, you're going to want to know about the person who's recommending music, but two... You also complain a lot of, uh, about young people. Yeah, the millennials this and the millennials that. And they're lazy and they can't make change. They don't care. But every once in a while you get an exception. I mean, largely, that's true. I mean, Actually, wouldn't you kind of agree with that, Yes, Hannah? Yes, <laughs> <Okay>. I would. <laughs> but there are exceptions, and, and Hannah is clearly one. And I'm, I've been trying to encouraging her, trying to encourage her to go for it and giving her any advice I can. So first... You love the classic rock, all the classic rock, particular types of classic rock, uh, any, I like any sub-genres that you like? Oh, I like anything that's old. I'm very much an old soul in lots and lots of ways, uh, particularly with music. So I, I like prog. I like early forms of prog Prague meaning prog rock? Oh, yeah. I thought you said prog the city. No, no, no. Prog no. rock. Like, Prague would you, rock. That As would in be, Rush, yes, yes Genesis, okay. that kind okay. of thing. King Crimson, stuff like that. Any kind of, any type of music really that was made between 1969 and 1979. Okay. That's my favorite stuff. Okay. And by the way, you are 22. Correct. <laughs> All right. How did you come to be, first, come into contact with the classic rock to love it at all? Well, my I, I accredit that to my parents and my grandparents. My mom and dad were both big rock fans. My mother was a really big Ozzy Osbourne fan, and my dad was a really big Bon Jovi, Motley Crue sort of hair metal fan. And that was what I grew up listening to. The only two radio stations that I really remember hearing was were excuse me were WZLX and the later years of WBCN. Um, so okay. that was sort of my introduction to it. Okay. What was the, f if you remember, first classic rock song that really grabbed you, that made you go, oh, I love this stuff, that, that made you search out more? Oh, that's such a hard question. You know, it might have been the Beatles' Norwegian Wood. Norwegian Wood? Yes, because my grandfather on my mother's side was a big Beatles fan and used to play rubber soul all the time in the car and i remember really loving those guitars there was something about that melody that i just remember thinking was perfect a lot of people's parents play play classic rock and the kids hear it mm -hmm. but they don't care they don't like it they want to do their own thing do you have any idea why it happened to resonate for you I think it was because it was different. I was a different kind of kid. I, I didn't 
I always had a hard time sort of associating with people my own age for whatever reason. And so for, I, I think on some level, the it, it fit who I thought I was at the time, which I know is a weird thing to say. I understand. But you had a self-identity that was not consistent with your peers. Right. It was more consistent with your parents. Yeah, and I also just liked it. There was something exciting and new and fresh and... Some of it was scary, and I liked that feeling, and it made me want to find out more. It made me want to – I developed a really sort of exploratory-type spirit because of it. What would be scary? Oh, the first time I heard Black Sabbath, it scared the daylights out of me, and I, I refused for a long time – I couldn't listen to the opening song of their first album because the introductor, the first 30 seconds of it or so really terrified me. Are you a vinyl person? Yes. Oh, yes. What? Give me some of the records. you. How many records do you have? Hundreds. Hundreds? Hundreds? Yes. Tell me about your stereo system. You're probably an audiophile, right? A little bit. Uh, I have friends who are bigger audiophiles than I am, but I have a, I don't, I honestly don't know what kind of speakers they are, but they're two old speakers that a friend gave me. And it's an Audio Technica player that another friend gave me. So it's sort of this hand-me-down system. Uh, I have all different kinds of records. I have I, I spent a lot of time completing my Led Zeppelin collection, so I'm very proud to say that I have all my favorite Zeppelin records on vinyl. I have uh, the first four Sabbath albums. I have the Concert for Bangladesh on vinyl. I got Mag Dogs and Englishmen. It goes on and on and on. All right. And where do you get records? Where do you get your records? Online? Do you go to the record store? Some of them I get online. Certain types of records I get online because there are certain records that they don't mass produce anymore that you have to find elsewhere. Although there's a really great shop in Cambridge uh, in Harvard Square called Armageddon Shop that I really like. They specialize in like punk and heavy metal records, that kind of thing. There's a shop in Jamaica Plain called Deep Thoughts, which is more of that psychedelic kind of 60s, 70s rock thing. There's one in, I don't know, you probably do know, Village Vinyl in oh, uh, yeah. Brookline. Mm-hmm. I love Village they, Vinyl. They recently moved from near St. Mary's Church over to just past Coolidge, Coolidge yeah. Corner. Yeah. I do what I can to support those guys. They, uh, By the way, Village Vinyl, probably the other some of the other places, sell used equipment. Yes, they do. Cheaply. Yes, and it's always really good equipment too. Don't you feel like, don't you get a Jones to get some new speakers and stuff when you see that stuff? <laughs> I do, I do, I do. Any any colored vinyl? Do you do you get any of the collected vinyl? Yeah, the two of the Sabbath records I have. I have Volume Four on orange, and then I've got uh, Paranoid on blue, and a few others, but I forget off the top of my head which ones they are. Now. Where do you find the new music? You like the classic rock, yes, but you like new music that feels like the classic rock songs that you like. Where do you find these? Oh, that's the tough question, isn't it? A lot of it, honestly, is Spotify, Spotify, Apple Music, um, there, you know, Google. Even there's a really great website for those of you who aren't familiar called Bandcamp. That's old, isn't it? I Rel- thought Spotify was. So tell me, um, I used to be a. I put my music on Bandcamp, and I I thought that was kind of like. The MySpace of... No, so, well, they may or may not have revamped the platform at some point, um, but the a lot of really great independent music 
appears on oh, Bandcamp. So, so that's a cool place to go. Yes. If you're writing things down, which you should be, uh, the Bandcamp is a great place to go. There are a lot of really great independent labels that sell their music there. So not only can you find the music and listen to it digitally, but you can buy physical copies of it all there. Okay, but and there's a, there are millions of songs on Spotify and Bandcamp. How would some BZ listeners who like the classic rock uh, you know, sift through that. What would they search for? How would they find this stuff? Do you, if you find one thing, does the, does it yes. find more like that that you will like? Yeah. So if you, the way that I have tended to do it is if you find a record label, and we can talk about that a little bit if you want. There's, if you find a particular record label that you like, a lot of times certain labels carry a certain sound. You know, mm -hmm. so if you listen to one band from one label, I bet you there are five other bands on that label that probably sound something like that band that you liked. Okay. So my recommendation would be if you hear of one of the bands that we're going to talk about tonight, check out the label that they're on or go to look them up on Spotify or look them up on Bandcamp or something and look at the related artists. That's the way I would go about it. One thing different about Bandcamp and Spotify, in my experience, was that I was only able to upload 16-bit files to Bandcamp and 24-bit files to Spotify. So the quality on Spotify yeah. was better for me, at least unless I did it wrong or unless it's changed now. I honestly, that I don't know. So Bandcamp, Spotify, anything else? That's Apple all, Music? Yeah, any number of those music they streaming They all operate services. the same basic way? Yeah, yeah. So you can get a free account on both Spotify and Bandcamp. Yes. Because I'm not paying. Right. But if you wanted to upgrade for Spotify, it's twelve ninety nine a I, month. Yes, something like that. Uh, all right. Let me give it, you know, Grill you on some of your yes, favorite favorite stuff. I guess uh, we'll start with your favorite classic rock album. Favorite classic rock album. That's like asking me to choose if I have like a favorite child. Is <laughs> my favorite classic rock album? It's a tie between Eat a Peach and Houses of the Holy. Those are two records that I refer back to constantly. I maybe listen to those albums all the way through once a week. I would say. Eat a Peach or what? Eat a Peach or Houses of the Holy. Houses of the Holy, okay. Yes. By the way, parents do have a favorite child. They just won't admit it. <laughs> it's, it's true. Okay, give me some of your favorite classic rock shows you've been to. And you, and you uh, actually travel around quite a lot to yeah. go see bands. Oh, yeah. I travel around all the time to go see bands. Classic rock-wise, I had the good fortune of seeing a lot of reunion tours in the past couple years. I got to see Cheap Trick with Def Leppard and Journey. That was a pretty epic show. Uh, to be quite honest, I was not as big into the Journey set as I was into the Def Leppard and Cheap Trick sets. I thought... Rick Nielsen, I st I believe that Rick Nielsen is one of the most incredible guitar players, and to see him just be Rick Nielsen was an amazing thing. Um, I've seen The Dead a whole bunch of times. I've seen uh, members of the Allman Brothers play in various configurations, you know, over the years. Uh, Paul McCartney, I saw Ringo Starr, the Guns N' Roses reunion, that was pretty special for me. I saw ACDC 
before Malcolm Young passed away. That was on the rock um their when they released their most recent record with him. That was a really, really, really special, special night. Any shows that were disappointments besides Journey? Little Feet was very disappointing, I have to say. What was the matter? Sound was mashed potatoes. It was not the it was the wrong venue. It was the PA. Something was, I don't know what was wrong with if it was the sound system. I don't know if it was where I was sitting, but it was just, you know, you go to see Little Feet for the Waiting for Columbus era band, and they just are not that anymore. It felt very tired. And Anybody else um, disappointing? Not that I can think of it. Sometimes, like sometimes bands reform and they shouldn't have. Any, oh, any examples yeah. of that? No, I try to stay away from those shows because a lot of times I feel like I can tell when that's the case. You know, the like the poison Motley Crue situation that's about to hit yeah. the road this summer. To be honest with you, if that feels a little bit like what you're talking about, you okay. know. So we we have a disagreement on one thing, and that okay. is punk. Okay. Whether or not there can be punk today. Correct. I I hold the line that punk could only exist for one reason to destroy prog rock and by definition punk is self-destructive and once it was done it was done and it it's it's a contradiction in terms really to be to have a punk band in an arena like yeah you can't you you cannot be by definition a punk band and successful that's <laughs> why i have such a beef with green day i i'm an i'm a green day despiser yeah i think they're phony baloney but in my Nephew disagrees with me, and you do too. I do. Okay. I disagree in the sense that I believe that the underground is healthier than it's been in a really long time, and that there are bands who are comprised of guys and gals who have day jobs that play in basements all over this country on the side, and that work to be able to feed that habit. There yeah, is a... Sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. But that's okay. There's a there's a sense to me that the DIY stick it to the man, we're gonna do this our way mentality is still very much a part of the youth of being a young person of a certain type in America. All right. It seems derivative to me. It seems like a tribute. It seems like a punk tribute. And not I, I guess that's me parsing words. So okay. But that's okay. Okay. Agree to disagree, that's fine. First, we'll go to David in Salem. David, say hello to Hannah. Hi, Hannah. Hi, hi, Bradley. Hello. How you doing, man? Uh, first of all, I don't think uh, Green Day is a punk rock band. I think they're just rock and roll. Second of all, uh, when when the punk rockers came out, Mick Jacket came out and said, "We're the greatest punk band in the in the world." Uh, what do you think of the Rolling Stones? I haven't heard you mention them at all. What do I me? What do I think of the Rolling Stones? I think the Rolling Stones are one of the greatest rock and roll bands of all time. I don't know yeah, that. Yeah, me too. I personally don't know that I would call them a punk band. I wouldn't call them a punk band. Mick Jagger was wrong. Right, but I do believe that. I mean, they're the Rolling Stones. There's no two ways about it. They're one of the greatest bands in history. There's, I think there's yeah. nothing really punk about them. Correct. Anything else, David? No, thank you. You're the man. Thanks for calling in. Now it's Felipe. I hope I said it right. In yep, you got it. Well, Philippe, uh, Philippe, uh, am I on the air? Can I ask Hannah a question and mention um, what I'd like to say, please? Of course. All right. So um, 
First of all, uh, um, did you see the Allman Brothers band the second night at the Orpheum when they played All of Eat a Peach? That's kind of... I wasn't. Bombing on to the two things that you recently mentioned. Were you at that show? I wasn't at that show. I wish I was at that show. Yeah, it was very special. I remember being in the audience, and I didn't even know having bought the ticket the day before. They played all of Fillmore East, the second set, the night before. Then they played the entire album, Eat a Peach, through the second night. Yeah, it was special. And um, I want to say that um, I want to ask you a question now. I'm 25 years older than, than you. And given your experience with the Little Feet show, obviously missing Little George and other things, what do you feel is the point or is it worth your time and money to see sort of reincarnations of old rock stars decades down the line, maybe with a couple less members in their band playing the same hits that they did 40, 45 years ago. Is it worth it to you? If for me, it's a bit of a nostalgia thing, but for you, is it worth your time? I mean, is it yeah. sort of like... Uh, Let's find out. You, know, we, you can say you did it or yeah, what? Yeah, so I think it's absolutely worth it. And the reason is because... I was not around in 1971. I didn't get to see the Allman Brothers at the Fillmore East. I didn't have to go. I didn't get to see the Grateful Dead, you know, bomb Woodstock. I didn't get that experience. So for me to be able to see Derek Trucks or Warren Haynes play an Allman Brothers song is a big deal. I got to see Glenn Hughes uh, about a year and a half, two years ago, and to see him sing Deep Purple songs was a huge deal. He sang yeah. Burn right in front of me. And I was, yeah. it was, I mean, it's it's as simple as, go. It's, it's sort of cliche and sentimental in the sense that, you know, I never got that experience, so I'm going to have that experience. I've done stupid, ridiculous things to experience this music, and I think it's, I wouldn't want to live, honestly, I wouldn't want to live it any other way because I yeah. feel like it's worth preserving, you know, because yeah. it, it did give me a reason to want to, like, pursue a career, you know? Who, who is the favorite, like, performer that you've seen perform live? Oh, man. Glenn Hughes is up on that list. Right. He's, to me, he sounded as good as he ever sounded. Yeah, great. Thank you so much. Good luck in your musical quest. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you, Hannah. Hey, no Philippe, problem. great questions. And I can never remember Philippe Collin before. So, Philippe, I hope it was a good experience and that you'll become a, a regular dude. We need more representation out of uh, That's true. Brookline. That was a good question. What what person that's dead do you most wish that you could have seen? Greg Allman. Easily. That's my number one. I will never forget hearing Melissa for the first time and my heart breaking. I mean Do you that watch was it. uh old videos of, yeah, of them? And all the time. It, yeah. All the time. Any uh Documentaries that re- resonate with you particularly? Documentaries? Yeah. Oh, man. I would You know say where I'm going the, with this. Yes, I do. I think the Sound City documentary was particularly profound in terms of its intention because Dave Grohl's mission with that movie was to preserve the legacy and the story around this particular studio. Was that the one where you got the soundboard and it's the story yeah. of getting the soundboard somewhere else? Yeah. So, and, sort of. Yeah. And make and and reconnecting those artists with that machine felt really I identified with that. I know I, you like the Muscle Shoals documentary. Yes. 
Yes, I did. Can you tell them about that? So the Muscle Shoals movie was a movie made about Rick Hall and Fame Studios, which was a recording studio in Muscle Shoals, Alabama, which is a town in rural Alabama that was home to some of the greatest music ever made. The Allman Brothers were formed there. Dwayne Allman was a session musician there. Aretha Franklin recorded there. They had one of the greatest house bands in music history, right up there with the Wrecking Crew. Uh, they were called the Swampers, and they played on everything. Um, Percy Sledge, Wilson Pickett, everybody who was everybody at the time. And I have a, a uh, recommendation for you folks. It's a, a thing that is on, on Hulu now, if you happen to have Hulu. Maybe you can find it on YouTube, but it's called Sound Breaking colon a bunch of other words i will i will look it up and get the actual title to you but i hadn't I hadn't thought about it and i it slips my mind the rest of it sound breaking if you google that you'll get it and it's a series and i've watched the first three and it's got so much well f first let me say that the f episode one is about the producers and they talk to phil Spector and brian eno and all these great great producers geniuses and then they d talk about the uh engine the the sort of engineering, the recording, the techniques, and and how they do that. And then the next one, episode three, is the human voice. It's about the singers. I really recommend it. I'll get you the full title after this. Let's take a break, and, and we will get to what we promised, some names of bands that you probably like if you like certain other classic rock bands. J.J. Bradley J. J.J. Talking J. J. Talking with Bradley J. WBZ News Radio 1030. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We have Hannah Wolf with us. We're talking classic rock, and we're talking music you like if you like classic rock. If you like, Hannah's going to give you a list of bands such that if you like Led Zeppelin, you'll probably like the paired band with that. First, we'll take two callers only. No more callers because we got to get to that list because we promised it. Sean in Boston, super short call. Hey, Sean. Hey, Bradley. How are you? Good. Good, good. Hannah sounds delightful. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you sound like the girl of my dreams. But now... I know you're going to mention Greta Van Fleet in the vein of Led Zeppelin, right? No. No, I am not. Well, you were right. You're, oh. kind of, you're kind of right in a way, but that's not one of the ones. Yeah, but I picked a better band. She picked a better band. Really? Okay, I'm curious to find that band. Sean but loves now... the music. He likes the new music, too. Good. Go ahead, right. Sean. I mean, I went out the other night and saw a band that's from Saskatchewan. They played at the House of Blues, a band nice. called The Dead Cell. Nice. Kind of like a gothic bluegrass band. They were amazing. <laughs> nice. What, what's the name of them again? 
The Dead South. The Dead South. It certainly is a dark wave, yeah. dark wave title. And anything else going well, on? Because I got to run, brother. All right, I'm. I'm okay. I'll let you go. Thanks. And then Steve, final call. Steve in Burlington. Steve, what's up? Hey guys, how you, how you doing? Great Good. show. Really appreciate it. Thanks. Uh, just wanted to ask Hannah if. Uh, she has any experience with the band uh, Tedeschi Trucks? Have you listened or have you been to a show? Oh, I've sure. got, I go. And she see loves them. them. She's gonna. She could go on forever about them, but keep oh, it short. Oh yeah, we got, I see them. I think maybe 10, 15 times a year. She sees them ten or fifteen yeah, times yeah. a year. <laughs> did, did you go to the uh, the last uh, shows uh, at the Orpheum? I was there all three Please. nights. There you go. You, you, just uh, a hint. You got to go uh, every time they come back to Boston for, for that December tour and the November beginning of December tour. Go Saturday night. It's always the longer show. They skip the uh, yeah. They it's skip always the, the best. Band. Good call, Stephen Burlington. Thank you. All right, we have to do this because we promised it. Yes. We have a list now. Pairings of a number of bands. We'll get to as many as we can. Yes. Now, Chan is going to say, if you like band A. You may like band B2. Yes. In the first pairing, you have Led Zeppelin. We got, we got Led Zeppelin, and we got a band called Graveyard. Okay, what is the common denom denominator? And choose a, a track that you recommend with Graveyard. So the song that I picked, just for reference, was the Led Zeppelin song. We all know that song, What Is and What Should Never Be. Of course, Led Zeppelin 2. So the song Graveyard that I picked is from their new record. It's called It Ain't Over Yet. And I chose that one because it really showcases the voice. For me, the common denominator between the two is that voice. There's no denying that. I've heard all these songs that you're going to hear about, and they are all good. I mean, of course, good is a matter of taste, but if Hannah, both Hannah and I say they're good, then they're just good. <laughs> so Graveyard, if you like Led Zeppelin... You're going to like Graveyard. Graveyard, and what song do you recommend again? It Ain't Over Yet. And all of these songs, by the way, are on that playlist that you shared on and Facebook. And you can listen to all these songs on the playlist Hannah put together on the Bradley J Facebook page. So this, you see how this all ties together. Graveyard, again the song? It Ain't Over Yet. It Ain't Over Yet. All right, next. Next, we have the Allman Brothers and the Tedeschi Trucks Band. Okay. So the common denominator for me, of course, is the guitar. Dwayne Allman and Derek Trucks are like spiritual brothers to me. I cannot listen to one without thinking about the other. The song that I chose for the Allman Brothers is One Way Out from the A&R Studios release, which came out not too long ago. And um, Tedeschi Trucks' version of the blues standards called Rollin' and Tumblin' from their first live record, Everybody's Talking. Okay, according to Hannah, if you like Allman Brothers, One Way Out, you'll like Tedeschi Trucks. Uh, the song is Rollin' and Tumblin'. Write that down, people. Next. Okay. Next, we have Black Sabbath and the Mighty Electric Wizard. Okay, what's the common denominator there? I mean, what two songs? So the two songs, we got the Black Sabbath, self-titled, the intro to the first record, and the song Funeralopolis from, uh, from Electric Wizard from the album Dope Throne. Electric, excuse me, Electric... Say it again. Electric Wizard is yeah. the name of the band. The yeah. song is called Funeralopolis. If you like Black Sabbath, then you'll like Electric Wizard. Yes. And for, for me, they almost seem like they want to be, they're kind of a tribute band. I mean, they're making. Yes. Uh, because, I mean, think of the, the names Electric Wizard, Electric Funeral. Correct. From Black Sabbath. And Funeralopolis, Electric Funeral. Yes. Okay, so you so write that you down, go. folks. Uh, Electric <laughs> Wizard, if you like the Black Sabbath. Next. Yes. So we're going really, really old here. We're going Blue Cheer. 
The song is Summertime Blues, an absolute classic from Vincibus Eruptum. The song I chose to go with that is uh, by a band called Cadaver, spelled K-A-D-A-V-A-R. Uh, they're from they're a power trio from Germany. The song is called Lord of the Sky. And to me, the similarity between the two is the fact that they're a trio, number one. And number two, they play this sort of garage-style rock and roll that Blue Cheer really sort of pioneered in the late 60s. So if you like that sort of dirty, distorted, kind of nearly falling off the rails kind of a sound, you'll like Cadaver quite a bit. It is interesting that these days the names of the bands are a bit more dark. Blue Cheer yes. versus Cadaver with a K. Correct. Next. I got ACDC in a band called Airborne, spelled A-I-R-B-O-U-R-N-E. Okay. Yes. And the common denominator similarity? Well, they're both Australian, and they both have entire catalogs of records that all sound the same. Big guitars, big drums, big bass lines, dirty, filthy lyrics. The song I chose is You Shook Me All Night Long, of course. And this, the Airborne song I chose uh, was an out, was a song called Down On You from Breaking Out of Hell. Okay. And you can hear all these on the Spotify playlist. Correct. That, you, that now resides on the J the Bradley J Facebook page. Right. You don't need to have an account to listen to that playlist. No. You just go click, click, click. Correct. And when you listen to those two songs, you're going to know exactly what I mean. And <laughs> the, the order in which they occur... It's the same order in which she's giving them, so you'll know which ones are paired. Next. That's right. So we got Leonard Skinnerd with the song Give Me Three Steps and the song Shaken Hands with the Holy Ghost by Blackberry Smoke out of Atlanta, Georgia. That's a good name. It's a great name, and they're a great band. And the, the, the commonality? The commonality for me is that Southern identity. There's no... Musically, you'll hear they're very similar in terms of the, the tone of the guitars, the style of the singing, um, the twanginess of both of both uh, bands. The other thing you'll notice about both of them, of course, um, is that Southern pride, for lack of a better way to put it. There's no denying that Leonard Skinner is from Jacksonville, Florida, and there's no denying that Blackberry Smoke is from Atlanta, Georgia. Next. Uh, after that, we've got The Doors and a band called The Nude Party. We paired up the songs Hello, I Love You, my favorite door song, and the song Paper Trail. Uh, for me, the thing that you'll hear that'll tie these two together is the keyboards. Yep. And it's I know a, we it's doorsy sounding keyboard. Yes. Very good. To me, the first image I got when I listened to the Nude Party record was Raymond's Eric. Did you know that, and you probably did because you know much, that the doors played at a community center in Brighton Center? Yes. And there are actually people in the audience that, that were there. Kind right. Of, it's kind of wild. It's amazing. I love ne stories like that. Next. Next, we have a, we have Nazareth. For those of you who remember Nazareth, you'll remember the song Love Hurts, which was, I believe, it was either in Days of Confused or one of those sort of 70s high school movies. The song is called Beggar's Day from their album Hair of the Dog. I paired So you know Love Hurts probably. And, yes. But that's kind of a, an anomaly for them. Right? Yes, yes it is. And the song that you've chosen by Nazareth doesn't sound like that at all. No. It's more rockin'. 
Oh, what, yeah. What's the new band that people will like if they like it? It's the band Gentlemen's yeah. Pistols uh, out of southern England, I believe. Uh, the song is called Devil's Advocate on Call from the album Hustler's Row, which came out about five years ago. Okay. And The uh, common denominator yeah. is the guitar playing, easily. Both guitar players played Les Pauls. Both played through Marshalls. Although the one, obviously, the guitar player, Bill Steer, who's featured again on this list, uh, plays a Les Paul Jr., whereas I think the other two guitar players, the one in Nazareth and the one in the band I'm also going to talk about next, are playing through Les Paul Customs. You know, I think it'd be cool, and I'm, I'm not a program director, if there were a show, actually, maybe not a full show, but a feature, like a, a daily or weekly feature, that was this. Yeah. If, at a classic rock station where they said... All right, you know, if you like this old song or this classic song, you're going to like this new classic song by by Bloop De Bloop. <laughs> maybe, maybe just a, you know, a feature, one one pairing a day. But Lord knows I'm not a program director. We have time for one more. Okay. So I'm going to choose, is it okay if I bounce around to a different part of the list? or is Just it, choose one more. You can choose whatever okay. you like. All right. So I'm going to go with the Sun Ra Orchestra. And my friends, whose hat is this? Okay. We're going to go jazzy on this one. Very weird jazz. And oh, yeah. the pairing is? The pairing is the song Nuclear War, live by the Sunwar Orchestra. And the other one is Chomp, 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 slash love, exclamation point, featuring Kokai. All right. Excellent job. Hannah Wolf, thank you very much. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. And when someday when, you have to promise me that when you're a program director, you hire me. Absolutely. All right. Is that a deal? Of course. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold you to that. Yeah. Uh, the the playlist of which that we were referencing is available now on the J Talk the Bradley J Facebook page. Thanks again, Hannah. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.